Hello, hello, hello. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Wednesday, December 22nd, 2021, three days before Christmas. Yep. Silent night. Yep. Silent night. Yeah, not all's not calm and all's not bright. Whew. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? So, some of the trends that are worth looking at. The markets. Dow is down in the morning. It's up today. And uh, you're looking at some of the biggest movers are the <laughs> cruise ships, airlines, casinos, as all these restrictions are being put into place, one country after another, one after another. And um, I don't know how these stocks are going up. Makes absolutely no sense. New York City weighs new restrictions for Times Square New Year's Eve celebration. So that's right. When you go outside, make sure you wear a mask. Because according to the data, the chances of catching the virus are less than 1%. Danny Myers, Union Square Hospitality Group to require boosters for workers and diners. How about go F yourself? Who the hell are you to tell people to get shots and boosters? Hey, hey, arrogant boy. Remember they sold it that, hey, two shots. You got a 96% efficacy rate. Yeah, efficacy, you know what? What a bunch of crap. What, are you getting kickbacks from the drug dealers? This is, this is, uh, who the hell are you to say this? And it's one after another. One after another. And, and you're telling me the stocks are going up? Name the country. Let's go around the world. Where do you want to go? Portugal? Oh, yeah, Portugal. Portugal's doing great. They have, they have like, what, an 80, um, 80-something percent um, vax rate. But imposing new measures to curb cases. Europe is once again seeing a surge of COVID-19 cases. Germany will limit gatherings of 10 people and close nightclubs ahead of the new year. I say the gathering should be 11 people. No, no, Salenti. I'm a jerk off over there in Germany. And um, I say it should be nine people. Portugal, 
announced new restrictions over Christmas Eve. Working from home will become mandatory. And bars and discotheques will be shut from Saturday. I say they should be shut from Friday. People who need to test negative for the virus to access cinemas, theaters, sports events, weddings and baptisms until January 9th. I say it should be January 11th. On Christmas and New Year's, people will need a negative test result to access restaurants and public celebrations. But not on the day before Christmas or the day after New Year's. Right, well, let's make anything up. But on New Year's Eve, no more than 10 people can gather in the street. And drinking outdoors, alcohol is prohibited. You see what crap these crap heads are making up? Again, your chances of getting it outside are near zero. 86% of the population in Portugal is fully vaccinated from the virus. 86%. Okay. What happened to herd immunity? I heard about that about a year ago. Fat mouth Fauci was spewing it out. 70% herd immunity. Lying little freak. Or maybe we're telling the truth. So if you got 86% herd immunity, why is the herd got to go through all this kind of stuff? One after another. One place, France. Vaccinations for children are at risk of severe labor. Begin. Let's see what else they have here. Prime Minister Jean Costeau said that in the new year, the health pass will turn into a vaccine pass with more restrictions on people who are unvaccinated. Yeah, maybe Hitler took over the country again, huh? No vax pass, no vax, no freedom. France has closed nightclubs from Friday, December 10th for four weeks. I say you should close for five weeks. 77% of France's 67 million people are fully vaccinated. Well, what happened to the herd immunity? And the Netherlands is back to a nationwide lockdown since Sunday. Young children registered the steepest rise in infections in a recent coronavirus surge in the Netherlands. Wait a minute, children? How many children are dying from it? Like none? Lockdown measures were introduced. Bars, restaurants, and public meetings such blah, 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 have been shutting their doors at 5 p.m. since November 28th. I say they should close at 4 p.m. Denmark stores and restaurants will have to limit the number of customers and will have to close by 2300. The government has recommended that people work from home, ban concerts with more than 50 people. I say it should be 53 people. 
and Sweden. Urge people to work from home. Uh, they could have events from 200 to 500 attendees. Ireland. 8 p.m. curfew on pubs. Indoor events will be restricted with limits on capacity for all events. The new measures will last until January 30th. Well, I say it should go to January 35th because <laughs> I'll make up anything. Switzerland is restricting public life for those who are unvaccinated. I mean, this goes on and on. Italy, <laughs> vaccinated visitors from EU countries must get a negative test within 24, blah, blah, blah. You can't go out in Italy without a pass. You can't go to work without a vax. Spain, one after another, one after another. Cyprus. So I'm, I'm going over these. Norway, a 10-person limit to gatherings. Poland. Vaccine mandatory for health workers, teachers, police, military, and firefighters. Public transport is being limited to 75% capacity. I mean, it's a joke. It's a joke. They're all making this up. They're all making it up. And over there in Greece, if you're not vaccinated by 16 January, you risk being fined $100 for every month they remain unvaccinated. Slovakia, they can open the stores between 5 a.m. and 8 p.m. I say she open from 4 a.m. to 7 p.m. One after another. That means it's just going, I'm just going down some of the list here. I'm mentioning this because why are equity markets going up? How can this possibly happen when everything is going down? This is unprecedented. What's going on, we've never seen happen before in modern history. I mean, who knows what happened years ago? You know, I don't know. But nobody's ever seen a trip like this one before. And it ain't a happy trip. Not a lot of happy campers. This thing is going to destroy business like we have never seen before. One after another, going down big time. The lives and livelihoods that are being destroyed will be far greater than the debts of the Omicron's going to get you. One person died. One person died in America at 300 and 33 million people, and the person had serious pre-existing comorbidities. But we won't talk about that because it's hardly mentioned. The drug dealers. And the government is nothing more than a crime syndicate. So get it in your head. But again, the markets. So here's the deal. They're doing everything they can to keep interest rates low. Because when interest rates go up, this thing goes down. And they say they're going to raise interest rates three times next year. 
And even if they raise them, the rate's only going to be eh, 0.75%. So 0.75% isn't really that much, considering that real inflation, according to John William Shadow Stats, is at 15%. So what you actually have on negative interest rates at this point. I'm mentioning this because the bigs are buying up everything. Each week in the Trends Journal, we have an article, Bigs Getting Bigger. And it is for real. What's going on with this is they are buying up everything that they can because they're getting the money for nothing. They get the money for nothing. And you're looking at stock buybacks at an all-time high because they're getting the money for nothing. And when you look at the markets and really understand what's going on, why and how, you'll also see that the stocks that are going up are very few compared to the ones that are going down. And that's not talked about. You have very few stocks that are pushing it higher. The five of the biggest stocks account for most of it. So that's the game. You're looking also at stocks being way overvalued. This thing is going to go down. When it goes down, it's going to be the biggest crash in modern history. It'll be worse than the 1929 market crash is my belief. Again, this cannot continue the way it is. No way, no how. <sighs> Again, the whole thing is artificial. When interest rates go up, this thing goes down. Oh, and by the way, you know, the, the other big story, you know, that that that's in the, the making the news, of course, is that um, the U.S. to disperse 500 million covid test kits, 500 million. So what's 500 million and the low price of a kit is what? 
15 bucks. So it's like $7 billion worth of tests. They're not giving us a free, we're paying for them. And the money's going to the companies that are making the kits. So now with everybody getting these kits and the PCR tests that we've noted and Gary Nell, I'm sure as well, they're inaccurate. And if you tested positive, that doesn't mean you're getting sick. And by the way, everybody gets a cold, the flu this year, they're going to be freaked out thinking they're dying of COVID. So, could you imagine 7 billion bucks? Pfizer, the drug dealer, gave Biden $1 million to celebrate his inauguration. $1 million. That was the maximum that could be given. And there they are promoting this stuff and stealing our money to do it with the BS line that it's free. Ain't free. We're paying for it. And according to some people, and I don't know the Vax data, you're paying for it with your life if you get the shot. Again, this mandate, now a loss of freedom, is unprecedented. Yeah, Merry Christmas. And not a Happy New Year. That the markets are going up is a joke. <laughs> you got gold still hanging around the 1800 mark. And <laughs> silver's gaining a little strength. And um, oil prices, man, they're still hanging in the $74 range. They were down to 69 bucks for Brent crude last week, beginning of this week, because of the travel. It's supply and demand. You're seeing gas prices going down. But in Europe, natural gas prices are hitting an all-time high. And that's because they're stopping Russia with this Nord Stream pipeline that will bypass Ukraine. They won't open it up. So the people are suffering. Natural gas prices in, 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 in Europe have hit an all-time high. All-time high. All-time high while inflation skyrocketing. And businesses are closing down. The tourism business is, is in the toilet. Between Thanksgiving to last week, international travel between America and overseas. You ready? Was down 77% from 2019 levels. What does that do to the restaurant business, the hospitality sector? All those stores that sold products to tourists. Hey, how about all those tourism places? I know those, those stores, you know, that sell all that, you know, 
Taurus stuff that reminds you of where you are. In Bali, they have about over 6 million tourists a year. 6 million. You know how many they had so far this year? 45. 45 people. That's it. Banning everybody. All the businesses. And now, with the Omicron scare, more work from home. And I just read you a bunch of them from overseas. In New York, subway travel is down 40%. The office occupancy rate is around 35%. Meaning it's down 75%. What about all the businesses in New York City and all over 40% rate over in the country? Office occupancy rate is 40% in the country. So now that means it's down 60% from 2019 levels. What about all the businesses that depend on tourism? J.P. Morgan Chase just announced it's going to cancel its big event, health event in San Francisco. I'm mentioning this because what used to have a thing called trade shows and conventions? Gone. How are the equity markets going up? The reason they're going up, it's a rigged game. It has nothing at all to do with reality. The market should be in the toilet, like the people that put it there, and making up these mandates. One after another. Yep. Who officials say vaccine booster program will prolong COVID crisis? I don't understand. What do they say? World Health Organization said on Wednesday criticized blanket COVID-19 vaccine booster programs. Oh, because poor countries struggle to obtain initial doses. Well, let's talk about that. The poor countries like Africa have a much lower COVID death rate than the rest of the world. And they're not getting it. Blanket booster programs are likely to prolong the pandemic rather than ending it by diverting supply to countries that already have high levels of vaccination coverage giving the virus more opportunity to spread and mutate. Huh. Huh. And now, of course, Israel. Ah, three shots aren't enough. Let's go for four. A home run. Yep. Four shots. We want people to be able to gather over the holidays. CDC Director 
Rochelle Lewinsky said in an interview on CNN today. And safe gathering includes, of course, being vaccinated, ideally being boosted, and making sure that all people who gather with you are vaccinated and boosted. Ekum spiritu tuo. Merry Christmas. Hey, Walensky, how about all those kids over there in uh, Columbia University and Cornell and NYU? We have a 98% vaccination rate and is still getting the virus. Does that count for anything? No, nope, doesn't count at all. We'll forget about that. And they keep putting the line out there that the majority of the COVID hospitalizations are among the unvaccinated. Hey, wait a minute. They just had one of those cruise ships had like 47 people on it that were fully vaccinated. Not an unvaccinated person on there, except I think a couple of kids under 12. And they got the virus. So what are you talking about? You're a liar. You're a liar. And I just read to you, Walensky, maybe you're too stupid to read what's going on in Portugal where 86% of the people are vaccinated. And cases are going up and they're locking down. So why are you spewing out this crap? Oh, because we can. And you're not allowed to, Salente. You're going to be blackballed. So this, this is the hype that they're selling. And the people are buying it. The people are, the fear is running rampant. Running rampant. Up here in Kingston, everybody I see, not everybody, 80% of the people walking down the street, nobody around them masked up. By, by 8 o'clock at night, the restaurants are empty. People are freaking out like crazy. This thing is going to destroy lives and livelihoods of hundreds of millions. Don't believe me? Look at the World Bank numbers of the people going into poverty. Oh, and by the way, you think you got a migrant crisis now? You haven't seen anything yet. Oh, and another country to watch is what's going on in, in, in Turkey. The Alida is like down like 58% against the dollar because they're lowering interest rates. Now, I'm mentioning this because in all else fails, they take you to war. And Erdogan's done it before, the president. Against the Kurds, going into Syria. Gets the people's minds off things. Just like they got the people's minds off that before 9-11, the dot-com bust happened in March of 2000. By September 20, 2001, the NASDAQ was down 66% before 9-11. 9-11 happened, little Georgie Bush took America to war, and that was the end of the story. We're going to get that guy Saddam Hussein? No, no, I forgot uh, the other one. Uh, 
Michael, Osama bin Laden, dead or alive. We're going to get him dead or alive. 88% of the people believe that stupid little arrogant daddy's boy moron that wouldn't be any there, wouldn't place anywhere if daddy wasn't George Bush and grandpa wasn't Prescott. Again, it's one big club and you ain't in it. Pelosi, a daddy's girl. Her father was the head of the mayor of Baltimore at the height. It's one big club. As George Collins said, and you ain't in it. And they are destroying us like we've never seen before. Doing the insider trading. Oh, it's okay for us to, uh, in Congress to, to do this trading and make tens of millions and millions of dollars knowing what we're going to be passing and then voting on it and then playing the markets before it happens. That's fine. The rest of you, get, get back to work. We're going to give you $15 an hour and you're going to really be happy because we're really raising the rate wages. Okay, we're going to take a break now. We'll be back in a few. And remember, if you have any questions or answers, call 888-874-4888. 888-874-4888. We'll be right back. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Progressive Radio. And listen, it's Christmas time. So, uh, you know, give a Christmas gift of anything that you can to support PRN. Very important. Keep this alive. And uh, it's so hard now to find real good information. And Gary Null and the crew work very, very hard to give you as much as they can. So do what you can to support them. And of course, if you want to read history before it happens, you know, subscribe to the Trends Journal. You know, how long you've been hearing me say inflation was real and things are going to get worse. While they're lying and saying it was only a year ago, they were saying it was temporary. No, no, now it's transitory. Yeah. What a bunch of BS. Now, this thing's going to go down hard. So you better prepare. Hey, we got a caller here. We got John from California. Hello there, John. Yes, hello. I was going to ask you on the long haul on gold and silver, which a lot of people used to talk about quite a bit because I know you like gold and silver. Uh, I was wondering the long haul, not day to day. Let's say, what do you think the future of gold and silver would be like, let's say, a year from now uh, by Christmas next year? I think this morning it's bouncing off around $1,800 an ounce on gold and silver is around 2250 somewhere around there. But let's just pretend it's a year from now, uh, 2022 Christmas. What do you think it's going to be around a year from now? Well, I was wrong this year. I thought gold would be well over 2000 and silver would be over 50 And it, to me, with inflation doing what it is doing, it should have well been there. But are they rigging the markets? Is this a conspiracy theory? No. J.P. Morgan Chase got caught rigging the precious metals market, had to pay a measly $900 million fine. And by the way, they were just fined again for breaching laws. Nobody goes to jail there, by the way. 
and that Jamie Dimon keeps shooting his mouth off as the arrogant guy who knows everything as they're rigging it in front of everybody's eyes. The other thing that is keeping gold and silver prices down, as I see it, well, like, and I would bet on it, is the cryptocurrency market. You're looking at $3 trillion going into it. That $3 trillion would have gone into precious metals. So I, I don't know. But I will tell you, again, I cannot, I'm not allowed to, without having, you know, a, a, a government pass to do so, I'm not allowed to give financial advice. Speaking only for myself, I, I keep buying gold. Um, and I believe that it's going to stay, the bottom for me of gold is around 1700 and that's when I buy it when it goes into that lower range 1780 18 1715 it hit a couple of months ago and I don't see it going much lower than that because central banks are going to keep buying it as well and I mentioned what's going on in Turkey and it's going on in other nations too where inflation is skyrocketing people are buying gold so I, I, and silver, silver, there's no stockpiles of silver. Once silver is like, it's in your, 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 your keypad, your telephone, whatever, it goes into the, the dump. It's not, so now with this push toward more climate change agenda and solar paneling, you know, silver is the, one of the greatest conductors of electricity. So to me, it's not going to go down much lower than it is. And, you know, I've got, I bought silver back in, the, you know, the, in 2010, 11, around there. God, it was like $40 an ounce. That to see it this low now, you know, it doesn't make any sense to me. And here's the other thing. When interest rates go up, you're going to see the precious metal prices go down again. Because the value of the dollar is going to go up, interest rates go up, so investors invest in solid interest rate gains. So they know they're getting a return on their investment. And gold and silver doesn't do that. So, but that, I see that as being temporary. Because when they raise interest rates, and again, my number is 1.5% when the Fed rate hits that, you're going to see an economic calamity like we've never seen before. Because the whole thing has been pumped up. They say that, oh, the inflation's going up because of the supply chain disruptions. Oh, yeah, to some extent. But how about, how about the trillions and trillions of dollars that the Federal Reserve has pumped into the market with quantitative easing and zero and in negative interest rate policies around the world? Oh, we won't talk about that. We won't talk about Japan having negative interest rates and buying up bonds like there's no tomorrow in stocks. We won't talk about the European Central Bank. Now they have, what, negative interest rates for how long? Only, what, going on 10 years? And buying up government, buying up corporate and government bonds. So what I'm saying is when this money junkie trend ends... 
you're going to see the collapse happen. And that's when I see gold and silver going up. So you say the bottom is about 1700 So even, as I say, a year from now, it's possible it still could be only 1700 That's not the end of the world. No. It'll much remain the same. A friend of mine who's a coin dealer, I asked him what I should buy. And he said, I, he says he likes eagles, gold eagles. And, uh, but there's a premium, and you go to buy a gold eagle, 150. So let's say if gold is 1,800 an ounce, they they want they at the coin shows they sell them for uh, 1,950. There's a 150 dollar premium. I guess they put that premium on there to protect themselves in case it fluctuates. You see what I mean? Yeah. Again, when when you get the coin, there there is a premium too. But when you're selling it, you're selling it at at a premium as well. Not as high, but it's still the That's premium. True. That's Again, true. I'm I'm looking. I, I'm I'm a worst case scenario kind of guy in the sense that I prepare for the worst. If the worst doesn't happen, what do I lose? Not a lot. If the worst happens and I'm not prepared, then I could lose everything. And again, you know, you think of the fear and hysteria they were selling. And again, we wrote in the Trends Journal, this isn't going to happen. You go back, you go back to September, October, and they were talking about the supply chain disruptions and how when you went shopping, you wouldn't be able to find anything for Christmas. There would be so much shortages. There's no shortages. I mean, there's a couple of items, but there's no great shortage. And the, here's the other thing, too. Show you how low the, everything has gone in, in terms of culture and class. I used to go to Marshall's. I got to tell you, I'm wearing a jacket now, actually. Beautiful jacket that I bought there. It had to be about 10 years ago. The DKNY. I was looking at it. Beautiful, 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 beautiful jacket. They don't have anything like this anymore. You know what they have? I went there a couple of weeks ago. I figured, oh, you know, I've got some great cashmere sweaters there. Matter of fact, I have one of those on. Great corduroy pants. Yep, got a pair on right now. Got there. Nothing. All athletic wear. All athletic wear. So people are dressing like crap. And all the stretch garments because of who's dying from the virus. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, 78% of the people are either obese or overweight. So it's showing in the culture and it's showing in what they're selling. I couldn't believe how low the quality went. I mentioned this to somebody else. They said, yeah, I was down the one in Poughkeepsie. It was even worse than the one in Kingston, the crap that they're selling. So it shows you how low everything is going. Another very important point, you're seeing housing sales. It. The prices of homes have gone up 19%. Your average price of a home is around 360 something thousand dollars. Who could afford that? So you know what's going on? Apartment rentals. Again, we warned about this over a year ago. So for investors, because that's why a lot of people buy the Trends Journal. They want to know what to invest in. Again, we don't tell them what to invest in. We show them where the trends are. And you think for yourself. Blackstone is buying up the real estate market 
month after month, one company after another, because people can't afford to buy homes, but they're renting them. So these are where the trends are going. Now, when interest rates go up, what's going to happen to the real estate market? Will it collapse like it did when the 2008 crash happened? No, we don't see that happening at all. Because that was built up with, remember those mortgages, subprime? Oh, you don't have a job? That's all right, don't worry about it. Here, here's a mortgage, go buy a house. And the derivatives. We don't see that happening this time. People are buying what they could afford. And where we do see a collapse happening is in the commercial real estate sector. Because I mentioned to you, you have office occupancy rate 60% below what it was in 2019. 60% below where it was in 2019. How these places were overbuilt before. You go down New York City, you see one closed up little shop after another. Oh, by the way, San Francisco, people leaving their heart in San Francisco over there in California. No, they're leaving San Francisco. 21% decline, uh, increase in people leaving. 21% increase. That place used to be so great, and look how they ruined it. Oh, and smash and grab? Oh, that's a trend. Again, the fish rots from the head down. If people see how the government's stealing and robbing and doing what they're doing, why shouldn't I do the same? If they could do it, I can do it. That's the mentality. So this thing's going to go down big. And again, to me, gold and silver, I look at them as, as uh, safe haven assets. Anything else, John? No, I guess that should do it. I just make one other statement. I'm, I've given up on trying to buy a house out here in Orange County, California. The average home, I see they're like, Seven eight hundred thousand. Uh, oh my God! My father bought our home over in Santa Ana, California, for ten thousand five hundred and forty-seven. Now they're eight hundred thousand. So from ten thousand to eight hundred thousand, that's a big jump, isn't it? Yep. Listen, when I first moved to Rhinebeck, New York, that's where uh, Chelsea Clinton ended up getting married. Nineteen eighty-four. I moved there in 79, but I bought, a, I bought land and a house in 1984, a beautiful old house. I mean, I gutted the whole thing. You know, it wasn't much. And I bought the house. It was on eight and a half acres. Right up the block, 16 acres. And across the street, 10 acres. You ready? $28,000. Yeah. How much today? Ah. What are you kidding? You know, it's at the, the, the 16 acres alone, it was probably worth about 250000 without anything on it. How about the house and the land? Oh, you're looking at the kind of prices. You're looking at uh, the house and the land on that eight and a half. It, it's easy half a million dollars now. Five hundred fifty thousand. Twenty thousand to five hundred thousand. No, I don't even think about buying a house. I just wanted to rent and just kind of keep my money in a safe area. If it stays the same, that's okay because 
banks only give you 1% interest, which is a waste of time. Yep. And like you said, if the money's not in your pocket, it's not yours anyway, you know. Nope. Nope. Again, you know, I, I, I pull money out of the bank for my business, you know. And I go down there and they say, uh, Mr. Salenti, uh, can we ask you what you're doing with this? I said, no. I said, why should I keep it here? You're not giving me anything <laughs> on it. And you're loaning it out. You're making money on my money. You're making money on my money. And I'm going to keep it there? What, are you out of your mind? No, it, 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 oh, it's Christmas time, right? I know we're only supposed to talk about retail sales and how they'll do, but it's about the birth of, you know, Jesus Christ, right? So this is a, you know, we do podcasts, by the way, and we just did one, I just, before I went on the air now, with Judge Napolitano. We're doing them every Wednesday, and they'll be on the, on the, on the Gerald Salenti, C-E-L-E-N-T-E, YouTube channel. It'll be going up later today. And he did this whole piece about Christmas and how now your government is God and they tell you what to do. And how, if you don't, you know, they'll, they'll push you down. And I said, yeah, you want to talk about Christ? What happened? He drove the banksters out of the temple. And what happens three days later? The cat's up on the cross. You know, so. But anyway, please watch this video later today with Judge Napolitano. The wisdom of this man, you know, he's not with Fox anymore. So he's doing broadcasts with me. What he's saying, nobody's saying. The wisdom that this man has about the Constitution and our Bill of Rights, Declaration of Independence, on and on and on, about what they're doing to us and, and how illegal it is. I mentioned to you about 500 million, uh, these test kits. He said, the president has no right to do this. That should be voted by Congress. Nobody's saying that. So thank you very much, John. And we got Della from Brooklyn. Hello, Della. Hello. Your show is great. You have a lot of courage. I wanted to ask you to verify this. I was told that in Washington, D.C., there are over 100,000 who are exempted from any jabbing the, the senators, congressmen, their staff, generals, you know, colonels, whatever. They're all exempted. And I bet Fauci never got a shot either. What do you think? They, I was told this is true. They're exempt. And you're right. There are government exemptions. No question about it. Again, it's a crime syndicate. Morons and imbeciles call them Democrats and Republicans. Look what they just did. They, oh, they just passed another defense budget for $768 billion to give to the murderers who, who did such a great job in destroying Afghanistan. Wonderful victory. And they're thieves. Well, we're going to give you money to uh, the banksters. They're too big to fail. You're just a piece of crap. No, this, this is criminality. They do what they want. They could care less about us. How could anybody with a brain bigger than a pea? I'm a, I'm a Republican. I love Mitch McConnell. Oh, no, I like Lindsey Graham. I'm a Democrat. I like Nancy Pelosi. No, little Chucky arrogant Schumer. A little slime of nothing. That's my kind of guy. 
Look what's going on. Where are the people? Where's the fight? Look at the protests going on. And this, I want to make this 100% clear about the protests. They're going on all over Europe, right? I keep saying this. Oh, I won't get involved anymore. As a matter of fact, someone called up uh, on the show uh, uh, last time I was on. And they're going to have a protest up in Albany. I said, you're wasting your time. What do you mean? Look what just happened with the farmers in India. They went out and protested against a farm bill that would have destroyed their livelihoods. They never left the streets for a year. How did the Berlin Wall come down? The people went and they didn't leave. No, you don't go and yell and chant, and then go home. You go and you don't leave. You go down to City Hall. You put 30,000 people around the place. You are our public servant. You do what we tell you to do. And that's the way you win. There's fight is gone. The fight is gone. And I fight. Uh, you know, I have the rallies, I have the protests, and, and, and I put my money and my heart where my mouth is. Look, I started the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace, and Justice. You can go to it, freedompeacejustice.com. And we're offering religious exemptions. And I had a top constitutional lawyer draw it up, parts of it. Because it's against our First Amendment rights, your right to practice your religion. No one is to tell you how to practice or what to believe in. You have no right. And if your religion believes that you should not be forced to do, inject into your body what somebody tells you to do, that's your religious right. Well, we've done this. We started this in October. And the, the site is Freedom peacejustice.com freedom peace justice and the responses have been 99.99% positive in the people presenting it now and if, and if they're not we do everything we can to help them I'm mentioning this also because think of this I have the domain name freedompeacejustice.com that I was able to get those three words in the year 2021 shows you where the spirit is and how far away it is from freedom, peace, and justice. That thing should have been taken up in 1994. So thank you, Della from Brooklyn. Anything else? I love Thomas Team, but I just wanted to ascertain if that is absolutely true, that they are exempt, but they're telling us to get the jab. Yes. From what this I is, know, that is true. This is ridiculous. How no, people it's can be not. It's the crime syndicate. It's what but they do. Do you see all these people that voted for the defense budget? You think they go fight a war? You think they go send their kids? They're criminals. And that's what people got to get in their head. It's a crime syndicate. And they'll do what they want. Who are they? they well, everything that they are doing with all of these mandates is totally unconstitutional. 
Totally. And again, it's global. It's not only here. In Austria, if you don't get a shot, you're getting fined $4,000 a year. Greece, it's like $100 a month if you're not vaccinated is going to be going in. It's all over the world. This is unprecedented. You want to get vaccinated? Get vaccinated. Don't you tell me I have to. And don't give me your crap anymore because the vaccinated are getting sick with the virus. So if you got vaccinated, you're not supposed to get the virus according to the lies that they sold one year ago now. One year ago is when they were saying the efficacy rate was 96%. And now, according, by the way, to the Israeli health ministry, where now they're selling four shots, the Pfizer shot is 39% effective. That's not a conspiracy theory. That is an Israeli health ministry theory. So anyway, that's, that's where we're at. And again, it's up to the people. United we stand, divided we fall. I didn't make that one up. And again, I suggest you go to freedompeacejustice.com, freedompeacejustice.com. If you're interested in a religious exemption, you get one when you join the church. And again, everything we give, we get, we give back. Because I, I put my money where my mouth is. And you look at this magazine, the Trends Journal. There's no, nothing, 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 nothing comes close to it anywhere, any place. You know, the, the new issue, by the way, you got to look at the cover. You go to trendsjournal.com. <laughs> it says, Happy New Year. And happy is all spelled out with syringes. And it's bubbles under it, a new year that it's popping. And you look at this magazine, and again, there, there's nothing Nothing comes close to it. And we're doing everything we can. And again, today, please tune in later uh, on Gerald Salenti. Go, go on like about 6 o'clock, 5, 6 o'clock at night it should be up. And, and watch Salenti and the judge. Uh, what, what Judge Napolitano is saying, the information that he's putting out there, you're not going to find any place. Not going to find it. Because no one in the legal profession will speak like he does. And now that he's not with Fox anymore, he's really, really changed his tune. He doesn't have to worry about a thing he says. And we're good friends. Matter of fact, tomorrow he's coming up to Kingston. And we're going to have dinner together. So he's very much on board and fighting for freedom. And that's what we all have to do. We have to unite. I'm not telling, and don't tell me what to do. I won't tell you what to do. You believe what you want to believe. Let me believe what I want to believe. I'm not a stupid guy. I study all the time. I know the facts. I'm always open to facts. And um, I have an open, I would not be a trend forecaster if I didn't have an open mind. When I say, you know, the metaverse trend is real, it's going to happen, it's going to go, but it's not I want to see it happen, it's what's going to happen. I, I look at it for what it is. And by the way, I'm going to give you a trend forecast, and you're going to be one of, the, one of the first to hear it. This COVID war is going to end. 
because businesses are going to be destroyed to levels beyond comprehension. And I believe it's going to end around springtime. So there's going to be a lot of opportunity in that time. So tune into it and watch what's going to happen because they can't keep fighting this. They're destroying so many businesses all over the world. It's going to bring down the economy in ways that are unimaginable, these new restrictions. You see, politicians don't care. Do you know of any either assemblymen or senators or congressmen or mayors that took pay cuts as they lock everybody else down and tell them to close their businesses? Do you know of any? Nope. Not a one, nowhere, no how. So, by springtime, it'll be blooming again. Maybe life will come back the way it used to be. So thank you for tuning in. See you in two weeks. Trendsjournal.com, trendsjournal.com. Support us. Give a Christmas gift and do what you can for PRN.